All right, good morning and welcome to Jesus Calling October 4th. I am the creator of heaven and earth, Lord of all that all that is and all that will ever be. Although I am unimaginably vast, I choose to dwell within you, permeating you with my presence. Only in the spirit realm could someone so infinitely great live within someone so very small. Be awed by the power and the glory of my spirit within you. Though the Holy Spirit is infinite, he designs to be your helper. He is always ready to offer assistance. All you need to do is ask. When the path before you looks easy and straightforward, you may be tempted to go it alone instead of relying on me. That is when you're in the greatest danger of stumbling. Ask my spirit to help you as you go each step of the way. Never neglect this glorious source of strength within you. Our first verse today is John 14, 16, and 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. The next verse is John 16, 7. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And the last verse is Zechariah 4, 6. Then he said to me, This is what the Lord says to Zerubbabel. It is not by force nor by strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So as I read this today, I think about the fact that the Holy Spirit is within us. The reading in John chapter 14 talks about how the world at large does not receive the Holy Spirit. Can't really, excuse me, excuse me, can't really recognize the Holy Spirit. That made me think about those words a little bit. Do I recognize the Holy Spirit? Do I notice the Holy Spirit at work? I tend to think of the Holy Spirit as as a guide, whispering to me what to do, whispering to me how to love others like God loves us. But he's not like a football coach yelling at us. It's not an overpowering voice that demands I listen to it more of a whisper. I have to be open to it, listening intently for it, making an effort to hear it. Here's a, an analogy. After, I remember after I had an eardrum perforation, my hearing wasn't very good in my right ear. I Before I had it surgically, surgically corrected, I had to make more of an effort to hear and understand people. If they were whispering something to me, I'd have to turn my left ear toward them to give myself the best chance of hearing their whisper. If I was facing the person who was hard to hear, I would watch their mouth moving to see if I could read their lips to help me understand what was being communicated. I had to work a lot harder to hear and understand. So 
how hard do we work to hear and understand what God is saying to us? Is it intentional for you? Do you even think that God has something to say to you? This past week, my daughter was learning about Eastern religions in her geography class, and she was hearing about enlightenment and reincarnation and nirvana and suffering and the end of suffering. And after hearing all this, it makes me, you know, like what the 17th verse in John chapter 14 is saying to us today. It says, he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. So the Holy Spirit will lead us to the truth about God, but we have to listen. And there are so many other things that people believe around the world that people say is true. How do we decipher what is true from from what is false? When my daughter's learning all these things about Eastern religions, and, you know, all these other belief systems around the world, how does she remain in the truth of the gospel? And and my son, who is a senior in high school, has been talking with one of his good friends, uh, who is not a believer, and just talking to him about God and different philosophies. And how does that young man come to know the truth as we understand it, the truth of Scripture, the truth about God, the truth about Jesus ascending into heaven so that the Holy Spirit could come and be with us and guide us? In my life, my kids are getting old enough now that they've, they've heard a lot of other viewpoints. They've, they're starting to hear that. They've, they've heard a lot of those things, different stuff, you know, besides what my wife and I say is true, other viewpoints that differ from what the Bible says is true. And it's my prayer for them that the Holy Spirit will continue to guide them deeper and deeper into the truth and that they will choose to listen closely to what the Spirit is whispering to them. I believe that God wants us to know the truth and to know his love. So... But but we have a choice. He doesn't demand that we follow him. We choose what we do with our time and our energy and what we believe and and who we follow and who we listen to. Just something to think about today. I'll I'll go ahead and go into prayer. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to hear your voice. Thank you for speaking to us in your whisper, in your in your voice that we can hear if we are intentional about uh, trying to hear what you are saying to us. Help us to hear your true voice, not false voices, not not uh, philosophies that um, are untrue, but to hear your true message of love and forgiveness and uh, about our true mission in life here on earth. Thank you for uh, salvation and for the opportunity to know you and to know eternal life. Guide us toward that. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a great day.